everybody, it's Luke McElroy from Mets Performance Consulting back with another Physiology Secrets. Been a little while since I've jumped on, um, so apologies for going a little bit AWOL for a while. Um, we've been pretty busy behind the scenes here working with some schools. Um, we, we provide a service where we go around to year 11 and 12 PE classes in Victoria um, and basically conduct some VO2 testing and lactate testing on some students and tie it into what they're learning about. So we cover a lot of the stuff we cover in this podcast is actually relevant to them. So we talk about their energy systems and, and how to improve their performance through increasing lactate tolerance or increasing VO2 max or, or whatever it may be. So um, yeah, last two weeks or so I've, I've been on the phone and, and stuck behind a computer screen just uh, booking people into that. So apologies for um, my tardiness, but we are back and we have a question that's come through from Duncan Penfold. So Duncan's obviously a, a regular on the on the podcast. He um, he always has plenty of questions, which is good. So I said to him via email that w- when we are in our busy periods like we are now, it's a lot easier for people to actually ask us questions than for me to find, find the time to sit down and think about what I think you guys want to know. It's a lot easier if you just flick me an email and say, hey, this is what I want it covered. And then it's... Uh, uh, pretty easy to, to pump out some content from there. So into the question. So his question is surrounding um, endurance training and the the introduction of strength training into an endurance session. So his question is, is it okay to go out of his endurance zone heart rate if the integrity of the session requires it? So basically, if he's on a long endurance builder of a run on a flat course with a couple of hills obviously he needs to slow down a bit to remain in the zone and avoid that lactic acid build up uh, but what if the session is for strength where he would purposely choose a hilly course is it okay to run at a comfortable pace for the strength adaptations or should he slow down to remain in the endurance zone and to adapt on both sides okay so this is a really interesting question and this is one that may cause a little bit of debate with uh, many people and this is where it comes down to programming and, and the principles of programming they, they are principles all right that there are a million and one ways that you can program for a certain adaptation um, my main recommendation is that if is to, to determine what the goal of a session is and then stick to that focus for that session so to me and, and, and on, I suppose science in general strength and endurance don't really go together they're kind of polar opposites one is being able to contract the muscles at a submax workload for a long time which is your endurance and the other one is being able to exert a maximal force for a short amount of time which is strength okay so they, they're kind of polar opposites and a lot of people will go out and do um, they'll do pretty much what we've said here, Duncan, we'll pretty much go out and do a, a run in the hills and they're trying to tick off the endurance component but also tick off the strength component. Um, likewise, cycling is a big one for low cadence work. We might keep 50 or 60 RPM, big gear, low cadence, getting strength in the legs but also building endurance. I don't like to do it that way. I, I, I prefer to separate endurance and strength. So we're doing our quality endurance training um, out in the field, so on the road or, or at an tracks or, or whatever it is, and we're getting a specific endurance adaptation, and then we supplement that with in-the-gym strength work, whether it's in the gym or actually at home, but then specifically focusing on strength. So rather than mixing them together and getting a little bit of adaptation for both, but maybe being suboptimal for, for either, I'd rather separate your endurance stuff and then do your specific strength work in the gym um, separate to your quality endurance session. Having said that, if you're a time poor athlete and you you physically don't have time to do both, then mixing them together is is an uh, 
it's better than, than neglecting either or, I suppose, right? So if you did one or two sessions a week where you wanted to put them in together to try to get both, both stimuli, um, it is better than, than, than completely neglecting it. It's on a sliding scale, as we know. It's not one just does this and one just does that. Um, we can get a little bit of, of, of benefit through doing both. But if, if time isn't the factor, um, then I would actually prefer that we put in specific strength work off the bike or off the running legs, uh, do it specifically in the gym. Um, because strength is fast twitch fibers, endurance is slow twitch fibers. You know, they're, they need a, a very different stimulus in order to adapt, essentially. Uh, and this kind of comes into the next, it follows on to the next question that Duncan has. And he talks, talks about when periodizing into an A race, so a goal race, is it better to aim for maximum physiological gains or is it best to prepare most specifically for the event? So are we aiming to be as fit as we possibly can or are we aiming to be um, as specifically fit as we possibly can, I suppose? So, so, I mean, the answer, the short answer is why don't we do both, really? If we have enough time, if we have four, five, six months, then we want to aim to be physiologically peaked through doing our general preparation so that would be your zone two endurance that would be your zone four vo2 intervals it would also be um, general strength and conditioning in the gym so generally max strength into some plyometric sort of stuff um, which isn't specific to any event but it is going to be generally preparing your body for that that maximum physiological gain then when we get sort of two to three months out, even six weeks, depending on what your event is and who you are and, and how much history you have in training, then we go into preparing most specifically for the event. So this is where it comes back to the first question as well. And if you've got a, a race which is through hills, then we can go out and do your threshold work in the hills, okay? If you're going to run up hills, go up hills. If you're doing three peaks, then get up some mountains, you know? That's where we, we literally want to replicate the racing environment as much as we possibly can. And it's a really good time to do that because we don't have to worry about staying in this easy zone two or pushing really hard into this zone four. It's just being race specific. It's just threshold zone three work. It's just lactic acid in, partial recovery, go again. So we can do our tempo runs. We can do our threshold runs. We can go hard for 20 minutes, have a rest. We can hit the hills and get the burn in the legs. We can um, smash up hills and not worry about our heart rate being too high. We can do all that stuff, which is really specific to the event. So the answer to that is, is if you've got the time, then do both. We want to get the maximum physiological gains first, and then we shift to that, that specific preparation focus where we go specifically for the event. But if we don't have time, so let's say, you know, oh no, we've been slack and we've only got two months. I need to choose one or the other. I can get maximum physiological gains or I can prepare most specifically for the event. Specificity is king, always go specifically for the event. Okay, so I would definitely prioritize training specifically than I would for general preparation. Okay, typical example is, is I'll use myself as an example. I started doing some crit racing this season, as, as you may recall from previous podcasts, and um, the only way to get fit for crit racing is to do it. Oh, seriously, the, the deceleration, acceleration, the lactic tolerance, like you can't really replicate that with, with general prep. The best way to do it is just to get as, uh, is to, to race as much as possible and as consistently as possible. Um, another example is an athlete that I coach, Calvin. He's, um, he, he literally will race three times a week. Like he, he just loves his racing. He'll do a crit race, he'll do a try. Uh, he might, so sometimes he'll do two crit races and a try on the weekend, okay? So... Most of his programming is actually just recovery. Like we literally try, more or less, we just program in some recovery, maybe one quality session in there in the pool. Um, but if you're racing three times a week, 
you, know, you are being super specific um, to the preparation you need for an event. And he's probably the most consistent athlete that we have uh, in terms of performance. And it's just because he's so specifically fit for his events because he's racing three times a week. Now, obviously, you don't want to overdo it and fatigue yourself and there's a time and a place, but there's nothing more specific to racing than actually going out and racing um, in your training. Okay, so as a bit of a summary for today. Um, I do generally like to separate endurance and strength. They are sort of polar opposites. So let's do your quality endurance work if, it's, if you're in the general preparation phase and then you can do your general prep strengthening work off the bike or off your legs and do it in the gym. But then when we get sort of two to three months out, then we can talk about that specific preparation where we can include the, we can drop off the, the volume of the strength training, drop off the volume of the endurance training, but increase the intensity. And that's when we can really get into the hills and, and the low cadence gear or whatever you need to do, whatever specific for your event, because we're not worried about holding a, such a low heart rate or hitting exact targets. We're just trying to replicate the event as specifically as possible. Hopefully that was useful, guys. Send any questions through. I'll get them on the podcast and uh, I'll speak to you again soon.